With supply chains becoming more complex, you need to stay on top of the latest logistics developments. So if you work with logistics, you need the Beyond the Box podcast from Maersk. It's the easy way to keep up to date with everything from digital disruption in logistics to the need for supply chain resilience in today's market. Find out more and keep ahead of the game with the Beyond the Box podcast on logistics insights at maersk.com slash insights. I've been watching the market and monitoring it really closely. You know, with the last couple of years, what we've seen in real estate with the lack of supply, um, you know, we have so many buyers and not enough homes and, and that's led to a, a lot of different, you know, how we had to uh, shift and kind of strategize then was even, was even different than we do, you know, now. And so real estate's always doing something so we want to make sure that we're flexible. What we're seeing now, obviously, is we're seeing more inventory hitting the market much faster. And so, for example, is that you, know, you want to make sure that we're improving that home so it's it's nicer than the other the other homes we're competing with, so it'll sell faster. Um, you know, adding granite and, and travertine or appliances and different things um, to really upgrade that home. So you know, we give the customer a nice home, but also that that home will sell first because buyers are going to have a lot more options to choose from. Welcome to the Real Trending Podcast, where your host Tracy Belt, Editorial Director of Real Trends interviews the brightest minds in real estate. Each week, brokerage leaders, top agents, team leaders, and industry experts join Tracy to share trends, their secrets to success, and the lessons they learn navigating this ever-changing industry. Before we begin, here's a word from our sponsor. Building a business is a lot like building a house. It's important to have a strong foundation. If you're a real estate agent, that includes partnering with an independent mortgage broker someone in your area who can shop multiple lenders and provide your buyers with faster closings, lower wholesale rates, and lower monthly payments. Find your local mortgage partner today at findamortgagebroker.com. Powered by United Wholesale Mortgage, LLC, Equal Housing Lender, NMLS number 3308. Welcome to the Real Trending Podcast, where we speak to the brightest minds in real estate about leadership, business growth, trends, and strategy. I'm your host, Tracy Belt, Editorial Director of Real Trends. And today, I'd like to welcome Brian Baer, founder and CEO of the iBuyer firm, OfferPad. So welcome, Brian. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah. I think a lot of people really forget that you ran a top team for a long time. <laughs> so <laughs> I wanted to first talk a little bit about you know, your evolution from running a team to founding OfferPad, we, we talked about this, but it's been years now. So um, what lessons have you learned over the years that, that have helped you? Well, you know, the lessons you have and you get from sitting in thousands of living rooms, as we know, is, is invaluable. Talking to customers and exactly what they need. I mean, that's really where, where OfferPad was born. And so, you know, what, what you learn really easily is every customer has, there's, there, there's, I would say there's two things. There's never two homes exactly alike, and there's no two um, home sellers exactly alike. Everyone kind of has their own thing that, that they need to try to solve for. And so that's what, you know, sitting um, from the brokerage experience I had in the past that really helped me for OfferPad is, is, is we sit there and we try to figure out what, how do we make their experience easier every day? And so I'm always going back to, to the agent days when, when you know, I was talking to customers on a daily basis as far as selling their homes. Yeah. Okay. That um, And that's really interesting. I remember you telling me when you came up with this idea. And 
you know, there's obviously been a lot of talk about the viability of an iBuyer business model, um, and yet your company is defying the odds. You're doing really well. So tell me what you're doing um, to, to kind of prove those doubters wrong or, or what is what makes you different from a yeah. typical, you know, buyer model, I guess. Yeah, no, I, so I think, I think several things. I think first is, you know, we always put the customer first. And I know it sounds cheesy, but that, that's really important is, you know, everything we strive for is what, what a seller and a buyer is trying to achieve. And so the, the thing about the iBuy model, you know, iBuyer is getting used in a lot of different, different, uh, I guess, different kind of models out there in real estate. But really, what we what what people value is the control and certainty of being able to know exactly when their closing date is, and 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 them to be able to control and move their closing date and inspections and all these different things. And so, um, what we try to do is 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 put it more on the customer's time frame. And and as we know, on the traditional side, what the one thing that, that I always battled was there's a lot of things you couldn't control, you know, from mortgages and home inspections and appraisals and those kind of things. And so what we truly do is really strive to put, put a lot of the customer in control and, and they, they seem to like that. And so the one thing that, you know, that, that we do and, and kind of, I, I would say what, what has been, why, why it's helped with our success as we continue to grow is, you know, renovation is a big part of our business is, you know, we want to buy, renovate and sell a home in a hundred days. That, that's our model. Um, and so, you know, I say all the time, I told you in the past, we're as much as a logistics company as we are a real estate technology company. And so every day matters. And, and so what, you know, really um, flexing the, on the renovation side of it really helps because that allows us to do a couple different things. It helps us to maximize the value of the home once we put it on the market and put a really good product that we're proud to have a buyer buy on, on, on the market. But also helps us buy different kind of inventory, um, older inventory, old, you know, um, inventory that a normal seller would really have trouble selling on the open market. So it really, you know, having the renovation um, that we um, that, that we have in house really, really helps us buy certain kind of products and get and get more market share and market penetration. Do you feel like you're a little pickier with the products that you choose, um, you know, in order to because obviously the fix and Fix and flip, let's just call it that. But the iBuyer model, the margins are are you know slim, as as with most real estate mar- models, honestly. Um, right. So, do you feel like you have to be a little pickier? Well, I think it depends on the market and depends on the type of home. I mean, for for example, the, the what what we really look for, you know, real estate. If you peel it all back, is is pretty simple, and, and especially in our model, it's supply and demand. And so, for example, if we're going to buy a home. And we're going to go into it and, and we buy a home and there's already 15 of the exact same home in that, in that, uh, in that subdivision. We're going to have to be pickier, right? And we're going to have to make sure that we build more risk into that home because it's not just price driven. It's going to be, is there going to be enough trades, enough buyers that want to buy in that, in that area? So, um, it's pretty specific, you know, and that's where we use our data and technology and a lot of these different things. We, we try to get smarter with every home that, that, that we buy. Um, but yeah, we, we have to be, you know, and, and as the market starts to normalize and, and, and as we see, you know, see really the shift happening with more inventory hitting the market, um, we want to make sure that, that we understand exactly what's happening out there. We want to be really specific about what, you know, what we're buying and how we're buying it. Yeah. And I want it. That kind of goes right into our next, my next question, which is really about the market shift. There's one coming, um, obviously. And what are some strategic changes that you're making with the company um, so that you can continue to thrive and move forward um, through this market. 
Yeah, and that that's something we've, you know, we've been watching the market monitoring really closely. You know, with the last couple of years, what we've seen in real estate with the lack of supply, um, you know, we have so many buyers and not enough homes, and and that's led to a, a lot of different. You know, how we had to, uh, to shift and kind of strategize then was even was even different than we do you know now, and so. Real estate's always doing something, so we want to make sure that we're flexible. What we're seeing now, obviously, is we're seeing more inventory hitting the market much faster. And so, for example, what you do when we have a lot of a lot of homes in the subdivision, like the the, the example I just gave, is that you know you want to make sure that we're improving that home so it's it's nicer than the other the other homes we're competing with, so it'll sell faster. Um, you know, adding granite and, and travertine or appliances and different things. Um, to really upgrade that home. So, you know, we give the customer a nice home, but also that that home will sell first because buyers are going to have a lot more options to choose from. Mm-hmm. And so you're, you're always, you're always having to do that, but also getting really smart again, you know, our data analytics is much more important now. Um, like I mentioned before, watching what the market conditions, you know, I've always been a big believer. Active inventory is more important than what's pending or sold inventory. Um, because that really dictates what the market is doing. It doesn't really what ha- doesn't matter what sold three months ago. It matters how many homes that are on the market now. You know, either whether you're listing a home um, or whether whether you're buying a home. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and that goes into my growth question because you've grown pretty quickly. Um, and what, tell me about what your plan is moving forward. Um, what are you What are you hoping to achieve? What markets are you looking at? Um, talk to me a little bit about your growth plan. So we've, we've been focused on hyper growth. You know, we, Opera Pad was founded about seven years ago now. We've been focused on hyper growth. In the last quarter, we grew, I believe, around 400% quarter over quarter. So what's, what's been really, um, we've had to really watch is you don't want to grow too fast, you know, and, and especially now that we're seeing with different market conditions, we want to do responsible growth as we continue to grow. So we, you, you can grow two different ways. You can grow by opening new markets, which we just announced five new markets um, uh, uh, last month that we're going to be going into uh, Cincinnati. Um, you know, we, we opened up the Midwest, now we're opening up Cincinnati and different markets. But the the other way you can grow is more market penetration. And how we're getting market penetration is is going deeper into the markets with um, the, the the type of home that we're buying, uh, more age, you know that. Going down, where we're buying homes, you know, depend on the market in the fifties and sixties, or or older than that. And um, so, th- those are two different ways that, that we look at growth, but also rolling out new products. Um, something I was really proud of, and your audience will appreciate because how difficult you know it is once you get a house under contract. There's still a lot of journey to get that house closed. Um, Offerpad closed its first home, um, you know, a few months ago in 24 hours. So a customer came to us on a Wednesday, and they had all the proceeds on a Thursday, and it was in an HOA. So we want to roll out. So growth can come also from different products that we're rolling out. Um, you know, the, the goal for OfferPad is to give customers exactly what they want. And, you know, whether that eventually is staying in the home for, you know, buying the home from them and they can rent it back from us for a year to close in 24 hours to, hey, I, I want to explore the, the market. If, if you know, I, I don't want just to cash off and explore the market. So what we want to do is give them more and more tools and products that they can choose from whatever fits, whatever fits right for them at, at that time. Yeah. And that was one of my questions is kind of what new services or changes um, do you plan on making um, as the market evolves? And, you know, is there, is there something that would cause you to, to add a new service? One of the services that worked really well and is, is, you know, when, when, uh, 
So we had a lot of customers who wanted to sell us their home, but their, their issue was they couldn't find a new home, mm-hmm. um, you know, because obviously the lack of supply. So what we were allowing people to do and still are, we would, we would, people would, we would, we would close on their current home and we'd let them rent it back to us, uh, from us from, you know, 30 to 60 days and help them find their next home. Other services that we rolled out is bundling services. So people can trade in their current house. They can use our um, OfferPad mortgage product and then we can help them find their, their next house. And so they bundle those services. So it, it removes a lot of the friction, um, most of the friction of the transaction. But also it helps them save money because they they they, they save you know, thousands of dollars by bundling the services. So that that's also um, been been a really good product that we've used, and that's actually one of our highest scoring uh, products that that our customers love is is our bundling services. Okay, um, you know, let's talk about the real estate industry in general. Where do you see the most opportunity for brokerage leaders um, in the coming year? Yeah, I think I think what we all have to learn uh, is. The customer, a wholesaler, a buyer has completely changed the last five or 10 years. Um, and they expect a lot more. You know, if you look at them, everything is, you know, on, on their phone, whether the way that they order food is different, the way they order a car is different, the way that they order, you know, a, a movie is different than what it was five or 10 years ago. So people are more, are, are a little less patient, but, and they also want more and expect more. And so, I think as, as, as you look at the brokerage, uh, the brokerage world, you look at what we focus on every day is that have to understand that customer is different and they're going to expect more. And so the focus on that is, you know, what we look at is they want, uh, they want world-class technology until they don't, until they need that, until they need to talk to that human person. So we always we balance that, that hybrid of making sure we give them. So if they want to control the transaction 100% online, they can. Um, but we're also there for them when they're not. And so I think that goes very, you know, very much into, into the brokerage of, of what they're, of what they're expecting. Um, and so I just think it, it's whatever good enough is, you got to go about 10 levels higher than that to give customers what they want. Yeah. And, um, you're, you know, I've, I've seen a real shift in um, real estate brokerage companies, even traditional firms toward while their main, um, client or customer is their, is their agent. They realize that a focus on the consumer, um, there are a lot of new consumer services, not necessarily disrupting the industry, but really partnering and giving them something to offer consumers. Um, you know, talk to me a little bit about that trend, because obviously that was one thing that you started several years ago, um, not necessarily trying to be, a, even though you're called a disruptor, not necessarily trying to be a disruptor, but but um, you know, working in tandem with with brokerages to offer another option. And, and this is the thing that I'm really proud of. And 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 you know, a lot of the agents and brokers, you know, we're, we're we're all very proud of this. Is that what's happening over you know from what when we started off or pad? What's happened over the last several years is that you know the the customers winning, and that's all that's all that all of us want, right? Mm-hmm. We we want. Um, and all of us value the, the consumer experience and, and we're all trying to remove friction from the customer. And so as more and more products get out there, the, the customer is going to have a better experience in real estate. And, and the early on in OfferPad, I would, I would get, you know, as you mentioned, the disruptor is that, you know, I think agents look at, look at OfferPad more of a threat than they, than they do today. Of, hey, when are you trying to, trying to disrupt the traditional way? And, and what I would say a lot then, and I, and I still say today is that, no, we, we can't be naive enough to think that every other industry in the world is going to get disrupted or it's going to change besides real estate. 
Um, real estate is so important and, and it has a lot more friction than a lot of other services that, 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 um, that are out there that have already been completely changed and real estate's just one of them. And so I think as, as all of us, um, are, are aligned on making the, the customer experience better, the customer is going to win it. And, and I think it's going to change the way where, um, home selling used to be very much a pain point for a customer. We're going to remove that friction and, and, and give them a lot of delight when, when, when selling their home. I think that's what's going to change and, and continuing to change. And so I've really been proud of everyone um, making the, the customer experience better. Let's take a quick break to talk about the real trends gathering of eagles. Hi, real estate leaders. It's Tracy Velt, editorial director of Real Trends. And I wanted to take a moment to highlight uh, two upcoming events that we have running back to back. The first one is on June 26th. It's our Deal Makers Conference. And this is not just for real estate leaders who are interested in buying or selling a company. This really speaks to profitability and how to um, build a brokerage with value. We'll also talk about some trends in the merger and acquisition and brokerage valuation business. Um, Steve Murray is hosting the event, and we've got some great speakers for you. Immediately following that is our annual gathering of Eagles, which will run on June 27th through the 28th. This event is for real estate leaders, association executives, um, your entire C-suite, as well as team leaders. And we've got some some great speakers and topics. We're recovering everything from mortgages entry into real estate to recruiting and evolving business models, highlighting some of the different business models that are, are your competitors today. We've also are looking into improving capture rates of core services, talking about managing relationships with top teams, and we've got more. In addition, Larry Kendall is our keynote speaker. And in addition to his keynote, he's doing a special ninja workshop. It's a limited um, audience, so it's first come, first serve. So we'd love to have you register for the Gathering of Eagles. Again, it's at the Broadmoor Hotel in Colorado Springs, June 26th through the 29th. The 26th is our Dealmakers Conference. It's a separate registration from the Gathering of Eagles. You can find out everything by going to Realtrends.com and clicking on the Events tab. Thanks so much and hope to see you there. And now back to the podcast. Yeah, um, it, it definitely has. You know, it's always good to offer uh, customers options when when buying or selling a home um, rather than just the traditional way of doing things. So I I Definitely think it's a step in the right direction coming from a, you know, home buyer or home seller as well. So um, let's talk about trends, other trends in the industry, just from a big picture um, standpoint. What are you seeing out there um, as far as as different trends in the industry or or maybe a different direction people are taking? Yeah. So I, I think the trends that we're seeing overall is... Again, the, the, the point of people wanting more certainty and control. And, and, and let me let me just bring this to, to, to a point because you know, people early on in offer pad would always talk to me. And, and the question I would get from investors more than anything else was, well, what happens in a downturn? 
what's going to happen when the market changes and, and uh, you know, if, if there's ever a 2007, 2010 again, how's Opripad and this real estate model ever going to work? And I always say, actually, that's, that's actually not a bad environment for us to be in um, because we're providing a product for customers when they need it most. Um, when customers have to sell, when, when it goes from selling their, their home from, you know, from four to six months to six to eight or nine months, um, that, that product would work, would work um, really well for the customer. What we've seen, you know, with, with this over the last year is we've seen more and more customers using our service. And when it's actually the easiest it's ever been in my almost 20 years of real estate for them to sell their home the, the traditional way. They put their house on the market on the weekend, they get multiple bids. But even then, you see more and more people that, that are wanting their service. It's kind of that that was, was, was I don't want to say surprised me. That was a very, very nice, nice thing to see because those are the environments that, you know, do they really want to pay our service fee when when the market was, you know, it really is hot. It's and 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 it was an overwhelming yes. And so so I, I think and I, I'm sorry I keep pounding on this, but I just think what you're seeing is that certainty and control and more of like, hey, um, we we want to control and want to have more say in when we're going to move and and the uncertainty we, we want we want to try to move that. But but you're seeing more and more you know products that are getting out there that that are helping that. Um, you know, we launched a product uh, buyer boost that we announced that's able to um, you know help the, the a buyer. You know, the one thing that we're focused on over the last seven years in growing the company as fast as we've grown, we put so much focus on the seller and I'm really, really proud of what we've done there. Our next shift is what we can do to help the buyer. Um, and so rolling other products out for the buyer to make their experience just as easy as it is for the seller experience. And, um, and so those are, you're going to see more and more products rolling out on that end. Okay. Um, and finally, just what's next for, for OfferPad in the market and, and through the market shift in that, um, you know, what, what's next? Yeah, we're 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 very excited that you know we're we're continuing to grow. Like I said, we just announced five more markets. Um, we are we're going to continue to to grow and 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 get better as, as we roll more products out to more and more customers. And like I said, I think you're going to see from the products that we're going to roll out to customers. We're really in the use a baseball reference, the bottom of the first inning. There are so many more products that we can make the customer, both on the seller and the buy side. Um, uh, their experience much, much easier and better and give them more control. So um, very excited about where we're heading. So you can see a lot more products and you see us open up more markets and 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 continue trying to to, to give your customers a lot of delight as we continue to grow. Yeah, and I just thought of one more question I do want to ask you is, um, obviously Zillow closed down their eye buying. What lessons did you learn from their experience? Yeah, it was, it was a, that, that's a great question. Listen, this, and, and I said before, this is a really tough model to do. It's a really difficult, you, know, you mentioned fix and flip earlier. This is kind of the opposite version of a fix and flip. Mm-hmm. Fix and flip is you buy low and you sell high. What, what we look at is we try to pay the most we can to the customer and then buy, renovate, and sell that for a service fee in 100 days. And so um, logistics and, and making sure the real estate um, you know, and, uh, what we fall back on is our real estate DNA and, and making sure that we we know what we're buying and 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 you know you're always going to make mistakes in real estate. We know real estate's real estate. Um, 
but making sure you limit the errors on that end of it. So what we learned is the real estate experience and logistics really, really matters. Um, and, uh, you know, and, and the one thing that, that I do just before I go, I, I do want to mention to, um, I know a lot of your audience are agents and brokers out there. We have great programs. We want to be a solution center for everybody. Um, we have great programs for real estate agents that, that, that they love that, you know, uh, we'll, we'll pay a 3% um, agent commission um, when a real estate agent, when they're representing someone, they bring us their home to buy before it hits the market. And so, you know, we have teams dedicated to that in all of our markets that are meeting with real estate agents every day. But it's a good outlet for, for agents that are, that are representing someone. Um, and, you know, maybe the traditional route of selling their home or open houses, whatever other doesn't, doesn't work for that customer. And so, um, you know, we're, that, that, that division is growing very fast and, and agents and brokers seem, seem to really like it. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Um, is there anything else you want to add about the direction of the company or, um, you know, the I, I buying as a general trend? Yeah, I think that I think is is what I hope in, in the future, what you'll hear is less about iBind and more about solution centers. Because, you know, when I found an offer pad, it wasn't necessarily to be an iBuyer. That was kind of, kind of you know, someone coined that along the way. Um, I, what I really want to do and, and, and is, is be a solution center. What Occupy wants to be is a solution center for everybody where we can have an option for everybody and whatever their needs are. And so we will continue to grow, to grow that. You know, our, our, our first, um, kind of mountain to climb was, was telling the world about a new way they could sell their home, real estate as a service. Um, and now our next one is just more, where we're, we're providing more and more solutions for customers outside than just buying their home, but, where they can bundle services or, or, or other products that they need. And so that, that's the next, um, kind of our next mission ahead of us. And, you know, as, as the market starts to normalize and, and, and we see where the market conditions are going to, going to go, it's just, I think all of us have to be smart and talking to your audience as well as us is, is, um, you know, the, the, the markets are definitely going to change and, and every real estate market, there's opportunity on both sides. And so you just got to make sure that you stay three to six months ahead of what's out there and, um, and you can do a lot of special things for customers out there. Yeah, that education component is so important too to to let agents and and brokers know what solutions are out there. And um, you know, especially for agents, I think it, we've decided that it's about fifty percent are new um, to the to the business since twenty ten. So they oh, haven't wow. gone through um, any of the the Great Recession or any of those markets. So and and, and you, you hit it right on having the education, knowing what's going on in your market, and and you know, and I think that's you know, there's a lot of agents in every market having more information and true information about what the market are doing, and that that the customer that's really valuable. You know, if you, if and that's something I learned back in the, in the real estate days, going in there and just you know learning something online very quickly. Um, or something that maybe they could search themselves wasn't as valuable. I had to go deeper than that. I had to have really deep market market penetration of knowing homes that are on the market that maybe aren't on the market yet, or you know, are going to be on the market and all that. And that information, more than anything else, was 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 extremely valuable. Um, talking to customers in the living room and and uh, and so just having that much more information in the education part is it, it, it just it's, it's a mass. And it's, and it's even more valuable today because people get so spoiled with jumping online and getting all the information that they need. Having information that they, they can't find on, online is, is really valuable. And so I think agents and brokers um, are getting better and, and will continue to get better at doing that. Yeah. Well, Brian, thanks so much for joining the Real Trending Podcast. We appreciate you taking the time to talk to us. Of course. Thank you very much. 
you for listening to Real Trending. If you haven't already, we'd love it if you'd take a minute to rate the show or leave a comment. And we will see you next week with more news and insights. Thank you.